all right, where do we even begin? I I guess we begin with I just wrote an article for my LinkedIn page. So LinkedIn is where I tend to post all of my content that pertains to being a leader, to being a business owner. It's not necessarily the kind of thing that I post on Instagram. It is really for that audience of people who are small, medium-sized business owners or dreaming of becoming one or want to know about my leadership style. It's like where I share all the work things. And I went on to LinkedIn last night. This is not an ad for LinkedIn, I swear. Um, But I went on to LinkedIn last night because I thought, you know, I'm in this like two weeks of dealing with coronavirus and how that will affect the economy and then how it affecting the economy will affect my business. And so I went on to LinkedIn because I was like, I, you know, I just want to read articles and I want to see what other business owners are saying. And I got onto LinkedIn and I, there wasn't anything. I mean, there's lots of information about coronavirus, but nobody was talking about it in regards to owning an SMB. So small or medium sized business, in case you don't know what those letters mean. I was sort of blown away that nothing was there because I have lived through this before. I have been an entrepreneur for almost 17 years and I owned a high-end event planning company in 2008 when the U.S. economy fully crashed. And I know how hard it is to navigate a recession and what you have to do and how you have to hustle. And so I really thought that I would find this whole community of people who were talking about like, hey, guys, here's how we prepare. Like there's this whole society of people who are like making sure that they have cans buried in their backyard. They're like the preppers, right? They're like prepping for the end of the world. But I don't know where the business community is who's talking about if you own a small business, what are you doing to prepare in case this pandemic becomes worse. So I wrote an article about it and I am devoting a podcast to it because you have to have a plan. I really want to start this off by saying this is not fear-mongering. Like, you know I don't watch TV. I'm not big on consuming the news and things that make you anxious. This is not that. This is if you stick your head in the sand and pretend like things aren't changing and you own a business or there are people, your family members or your employees who are counting on you to lead them through this, you're in trouble. So I just wanted to tell you what I am doing and how I approach something like this with the hopes that maybe it will help you. If you, I cannot stress this enough, if you own a business, I don't care where you're listening to this because this is affecting the global economy. If you own a business on earth right now, whether it's a side hustle or business and you need that business to continue to make money in order for you to be okay, please pay attention. I'm Rachel Hollis and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and the free information I found on the internet. In the 15 years that I've been building and scaling my company, I have become deeply passionate about helping other entrepreneurs to do the same. So each week, I'll be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life and your business. This is The Rise Podcast. So... 
here are some of the things I'm thinking about and or doing to make sure that we are great at Holisco. The first thing is cash, cash, cash. Cash is queen. I know people say cash is king, but I'm a woman and I'm claiming cash is queen. So if you've ever, you know, if you've taken business coaching with me, if you come to our business conference, you have heard me preach this and teach this ad nauseum over the last several years because I believe in it so much. And this is so dumb, you guys, but please just bear with me. Have you ever seen (laughs) – so dumb. Have you ever seen the movie Armageddon? <laughs> you didn't know. You didn't think I was going to go here. In the movie Armageddon, um, oh God, is it, what is his name? Billy Bob Thornton, right? He plays the guy who like runs NASA. My producer's looking at me right now like, where is this going? Yeah. So Billy Bob Thornton plays like the NASA guy, right? And there's this scene where he's like, they're all sort of scrambling to figure out the fact, you know, the asteroid's going to hit Earth and we've got to figure this out. And he's like, gentlemen, for 50 years they've been questioning the need for NASA and now is the time that we prove our worth. For 30 and that, years I questioned the need for NASA. Today we're going to give them the answer. And that is what I've been thinking of for a week because for years, and like we have this on video, I've said it on stage, I've talked about it over and over and over, I have continued to ask businesses that I meet with, what is your plan if the economy tanks. And just really quickly, I'm going to keep saying this again and again. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but we need to have a plan in case. We need to have a plan in case, and I'm going to explain why. So back to this idea of cash. For years, I have been telling small business owners, what are you going to do if the economy tanks? And I feel like I'm Billy Bob Thornton in Armageddon. Do you have a plan? And you, you, A, you should, I hope to God you already had a plan, but just in case you didn't, start here. Cash matters most. In a situation like this where the economy is uncertain, you need to legit ask yourself, if I didn't make one more dollar for six months, what do I need to be okay? What does the business need to be okay? I hope that you're in a place where you already have those kind of cash reserves on hand, but If you don't, figure it out right now. And I know oftentimes with leaders and small business owners and medium-sized business owners, they can be afraid to look at the finances, especially in a time like this where it's like, I just don't even want to know. But there is power in knowledge. So look at what's going on, know what your assets are, know what your liabilities are, have a freaking plan. Cash is queen. Right now for you, cash is everything. And I will tell you with our team at Hollis Co., everything gets very focused and narrow on that idea. Cash is queen. To that end, number two, act as if. Please listen to me, you guys. Like, I feel like right now I'm like your crazy uncle who's talking about the end times, but please listen to me. Until we know what's going to happen with coronavirus and how much it's going to spread and how intense it's going to be, until we know, act as if the effect on your business 
will be devastating. Let's just act like that. I don't mean panic. I mean, holy crap. What if, like right now we're looking at this thing. Last I heard it was something like 16 million people in Italy are quarantined into their community, right? What if that happened where you live? What would that mean for your business? Act as if that might occur. Right now you're like, oh, this is not going to affect me, right? Well, if you own a coffee shop that you need people to come inside of in order to buy things from you so that you have money to live and pay your employees, and suddenly everyone in your town is afraid to go into public places, what's your plan? If you own a salon that people need to come in and get their hair done, but all of a sudden the economy starts to trickle down and people get laid off and suddenly they don't have money to get their hair cut anymore, that luxury of getting their hair cut in your salon is the first thing that's going to go. If people are unsure about what's happening in the economy and they stop making big expensive purchases and you own a car dealership, what is your plan? I'm not saying everything's going to freak out. But I do know that when these things happen, people at least pause. I'm not saying that all of a sudden we have no money and the world's ending and it's a zombie apocalypse. I am saying that if you look at the history of recession, if you look at what has happened in the history of the economy, when people are unsure, they stop spending. Oh, now let me take that back. If you own a liquor store, if you sell cupcakes, if you sell things that actually make people feel good or help them to self, self-soothe, those things tend to do better when things are hard. But if you're in a luxury business, if you sell clothes, just please be asking yourself, what if? And if you act as if that's going to happen, then if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, you will never have to figure out your plan, but at least you will have one. All right, third thing, get creative. Y'all better get real creative. The amount of brainstorms that have gone on in the Hollis Co. in the last week are legendary. Like right now, I, I give the example of a coffee shop. If I owned a coffee shop right now, I am trying to figure out what I would need to do to hire delivery drivers just in case. Like if people can't come to me, how do I get the coffee to them? If I owned a hair salon that people were afraid to come into, then I right now would be figuring out what kind of process could I create so that people could book one of my hairstylists to go into their home so they don't have to come into a public place. Think outside the box. Again, I just think that this also will lower your anxiety because you're like, okay, if this happens, then I know what I'm going to do. Number one, also, when things like this really narrow our focus, I read it as an incredible opportunity. Maybe you're going to come up with a plan that ends up being this whole great new revenue stream for you later on down the road that you never would have thought of otherwise. The people that will thrive in business no matter what are the ones who are looking for how this is for them. You can look at things that are happening in the economy and be terrified or you're like, okay, how can I show up better as a leader? How can I show up better in my community? How can I show up better for these customers? What can I do to serve others in this time so that I grow in this space? Get creative. The fourth thing 
that I recommend that you do and that I am doing is read or reread The Hard Thing About Hard Things by Ben Horowitz. I literally <laughs> went and pulled this book out, my old copy of this book. Um, I pulled it out last night like a security blanket. And um, I was laughing this morning with my CFO because – I met with her and she's like, oh my gosh, Rachel, I went home last night and I put the kids to bed and I pulled out my copy of hard thing about uh, the hard thing about hard things and I was dying because I'm like, oh my gosh, me too. So I'm not the only leader that leans on that book in a time like this. There's so much, there's so much wisdom in it and there's so much solidarity in it and there's so much like the things that entrepreneurs don't always talk about. Uh, I got the opportunity to interview Ben Horowitz on a recent episode of the show, and I fully gushed and nerded out to him about how much I loved it. In particular, there's a chapter in the book that I feel like is really powerful for a time like this, which is the chapter on the difference between a wartime general and a peacetime general, uh, which I will sort of paraphrase and tell you, you have to act as a very different leader when it's peacetime, meaning when the company's thriving, when all the money's coming in, when you're you're just doing great, that is a very different leader than when the future is uncertain. Now, I have a plan and I'm conservative as hell when it comes to money and my business because I always want us to be safe and I take very seriously the people here who are counting on me to be a strong leader. But even still, because I'm conservative, I am going to act as if I am a wartime general until we know what's going on. Until we know what's going on, I'm going to be – there's like this whole like list in the book, which you will love. I'm just telling you, get it. There's this whole list of like a peacetime general does this, a wartime general does this. And it is incredibly comforting to me in this time period and I think might be helpful for you too. The fifth thing that I would suggest that you do right now is obsess over your customer, not the news. Let me say it again. Obsess over your customer, not what's going on in the news. Everything, everything, everything that we do at Hollis Co. is about the community of customers that we are creating content and products and experiences for. Everything is about you guys. And because everything is about you, then even through the lens of what's happening in the world, we have to be thinking about how does this disrupt your life? How can we better serve you knowing that you're probably scared or freaked out? Uh, even if you're not a business owner, you're probably like, what in the world is going on in the world? So how can we be more mindful of you as a community and better serve you? And I'll just tell you some of the things that I've asked the team to do. One is triple down on the goodness that we are putting out in the world. Like we already put out a ton of content every single day across all of our platforms and all of our brands. I want to triple down on it. You know, we're seeing right now even here in Austin – you know, they, they canceled South by, right? And because they canceled South by, people got laid off. That is devastating. And so how do we make sure that we are, if you're scrolling through your feeds and you're seeing things that are negative because there are things happening in the world right now that are negative, how can we continue to be the light 
And how can we amplify the good or tell stories that lift you up or help you to create practices that you can do that sort of center you every single day? So we obsess over our customers. And I think for you, it doesn't matter who your customer or your clients are. Ask yourself, like, of your skills and talents and products and services, how can you use this opportunity to serve your community better? Yeah, I just, I think that so many people are gonna, when when things like this happen, it becomes this like, it's all about me and what I need and, you know, my people and my family and I'm gonna, like, when times like this happen, people wanna build a taller wall around themselves and their family. Right? They want to make sure that they're okay. And for me, I'm like, we are in this together. We are, you know, people are listening to this podcast all over the world right now. And all over the world, everyone is dealing with the ramifications of this virus. Everyone is scared. Some people more than others. Everyone is like, what's going on? Everyone is like, do I need to buy a face mask and I got to wash my hands better and should I be traveling and what about my kids and what about my grandpa and like we're all thinking that and if we're all thinking that then there's a commonality of pain in the world today and how can you as a leader show up better for others even if you're unsure I feel like that's a big part of the, the mantle of leadership is you being willing to say like, I care enough to try and figure this out for all of us or lead well or at least, you know, lead out in this one area because I care as much, if not more, about the people around me as I do about myself. Uh, the sixth thing that we're doing slash thinking about over here at Hollis Co. is no new things. No new things, y'all. Uh, at, at Hollis Company, at any given moment, we are constantly in development of new projects. And sometimes that's small things like, hey, we want a new, you know, cool ball cap for the shop, or we want a great new, you know, journal on the website or whatever. So it's maybe it's smaller things. And then sometimes that's a big, massive, huge financial undertaking like our Rise app which will come out uh, here in a hot minute. But when something like this happens, and I don't know what's going to happen to the economy, remember, I'm acting as if. And if I'm acting as if, then I put a pause on everything. I literally told my assistant this morning, anyone who's calling or asking for attention on a project that's not already like finished and done, we're just putting a pin in it. We're pausing everything. We're not ordering anything. We're not bringing anything in. We are working with what we've got right now because cash matters and focus matters. You can very easily be distracted, right? This is the time where it feels like, oh my gosh, I got to take on all the things. And suddenly you've lost your focus and you're, you're losing traction. Like, please listen to me. No new things. Go back to what are the core values of your company and the core products or services that you offer and rally the team around pushing those forward. How do we push these core things forward even in uncertain times? That's the conversation right now. It is not the time to be like, you know what we need? We need that shiny new product that we're unsure of and we haven't proven in the market. 
my gut, you guys, my gut tells me that we will see at least a pause in consumer purchasing. We're going to see something. I, I think within the month, we'll see a pause. And if that's the case, you launching a brand new product right now is a terrible idea. Focus on what is already working and figure out a way to market it given the current climate. All right, no new things. The next item on my list is take care of your team. Take care of your team. I will be honest with you. One of the things that I do not love about owning a company is like, I'm I'm a three on the Enneagram. You guys know this about me. And threes hate details. We hate them. I hate details. I like big picture, high level. And so with something like this where there's all sorts of details that need to happen for our team so they feel very confident, that's not my favorite thing. But you know what is my favorite thing? The people who work here and them feeling safe and them feeling secure and them knowing that mama has a plan. So, you know, we sent out a note today that was like, okay, guys, if level one, like if this is what happens right now with coronavirus, then this is how we'll respond. Level two, if now it's person to person in the state of Texas, this is what we'll do. Level three, you know, here's when we would start working from home. If you feel uncertain or you feel unsure, you want to know how your insurance works or where, like, Whatever you need, like here's who you call if you have questions, you know, talk to the HR department. Here's how we want to take care of you and and serve you well. And the thing is, I'm positive that that document that we created will continue to evolve over the next few weeks. And I hope that they never need to reference it. But them knowing that we are trying to be anticipatory of all of this, like, hey, we don't want you guys to worry about this. Let us worry about this because that's what leadership looks like. So you need to take care of your team. They need to know that you have a plan for their well-being also, that you have a plan for the company. How is the company going to remain solvent? How is the company going to continue to grow and scale? How are you anticipating what might happen? That's what I think matters to the team. And then the last one on this is one of our core values here is we choose joy. We choose joy. And I think that this gives us an incredible opportunity to act that out is how do we bring even more joy? Let's elevate. Who, you know, I don't know. Are we having a guacamole party? That sounds like a great plan. Do we need to have a dance party every single day at 115? Do like, what can we do? Maybe you're rolling your eyes right now, but that's the culture that we have here. We choose joy. And so what are things that we can incorporate, not just to triple down on the joy we're putting out into the world, but on the joy that we're creating here amongst the four walls of our office to ensure that everyone knows that we also see that being the people who pump everybody else up and who lift everybody else up and who create all this content, that also takes a toll. So even those who pour out into others also need to be renewed and restored. And so what are we doing as leaders at Hollis Company to make sure that we're serving our team well in that? So take care of your team. The last thing that I'll say is take care of yourself. Honestly, y'all, drink the freaking water. Get sleep. Take supplements. Move your body for 30 minutes every single day. Eat fruits. Eat vegetables that are green. 
practice gratitude. Do these things not because you're trying to not get sick with a virus. Do these things because in order for you to effectively lead through this situation, you are going to have to be the strongest version that you are capable of being. You are going to have to level up. This will require you to be bigger and greater than you have ever been before. And I believe that you are capable of that, but you are not going to be able to elevate yourself if you don't care for yourself. So the, the look, I, I, am, I understand that I teach on this topic and I understand I have worked so hard to get past a place where I choose negative coping mechanisms. I will not lie. Last night when I was going on LinkedIn to see what I should say, I absolutely had a vodka soda and then I had a cookie. And those are not things that normally uh, come after my dinner. But I was just like, I felt like numb, like just so many decisions to make and all of the big, and I was just like, oh, I just want to chill and I want to like treat myself with this cookie that was iced to look like the cover of Dave's book. It just felt like what I needed in my life. And even I am human enough to occasionally dip into self-soothing tendencies. But I also understand that in order for me to navigate this well, in order for me to be a great leader, a great wife, a great mama, even in uncertain times, that I have to take care of myself first. So I can be human and have the moment where I make a decision that I wish I hadn't made, even though that cookie was delicious. But every day I am making sure that I'm grounding myself in the morning, that I'm doing the gratitude practice, that I'm doing the work, that I'm getting centered. If you don't have a Start Today journal, I think most of you do, but if you don't have it, go listen to episode 72 of this podcast. Go hear about how I start every single day of my life because right now more than ever, you need to do something that centers you and reminds you who you are. This is one of those podcasts or one of those pieces of advice that you're not going to know you need until it's too late. And maybe nothing comes of this. Maybe by the time this airs on Tuesday next week, this is all blown over and it's not a problem anymore. But just in case, be a strong enough leader to have a plan. Don't back away and don't hide from this. There are ways for you to successfully navigate it if you get in front of it. The problem is when you start brainstorming two months from now, and you've already run through and burned through cash and you don't have the runway that you need to even implement the plan. So what I'm trying to do is get you ahead of the game. Start planning now, start implementing now, start saving now. I hope that you guys found this helpful. Uh, check in with me on social and let me know. Screenshot it. Tell me what you thought. And um, not an ad at all, but uh, LinkedIn is where I post all of my business and entrepreneur content. So if you want to check out all the articles I've written, they only live there um, to learn all the things. It's usually literally just what's ever on my brain. So you're going to find a hodgepodge of anything and everything. But my intention there is always just to serve you guys and give you the information that I wish I'd had early in my career. Uh I will see you. I guess I won't see you, but I will talk to you next week on the Rise Podcast. And until next time, I love you guys. And I am rooting for you. <laughs>